All right, guys, Nordy's podcast coming to you guys. We have a bunch of awesome things to talk about, tons of news, shows to talk about. We got some hot wrecks, dark season three dropped this week, and Nordy's Rates is back again. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? I'm hot, man. Look, it's hot out. You are hot. Yeah, well, you, you I mean, good. other than how I look, yes. But like temperature-wise, I'm steaming. Yeah, it was pretty warm out this weekend. Um, but we have just what you need to cool down the ice-cold takes from your friends here at the Nordy's <laughs> Podcast. Why? Just mine. Yeah. What are you talking know, about? Isn't ice-cold good in the summer? No. Oh, so it switches during the seasons? I mean, because we, we don't can want to do that. Can yeah, we... dude. Like, I don't know. In the summer, I feel like ice cold, like ice cream, ice cream truck, ices, a cool kiddie pool, whatever it is. Cold beer. Yeah, cold tap beer. The we like all the cold stuff in the in the summer and the but, hot stuff in the winter. I think I'm going to have to get used to that. I'm not going to just cool. adopt it ice and cold. run with it. I don't know. It was cool, good enough for Outcast. Jeez. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, so here we go. Uh, before we get started with this uh, red hot uh, podcast, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nord East Podcast. Also, subscribe on Spotify, Podbean, Podcast app, and get the Nord East Podcast directly to your phone, your tablet, your computer each and every week. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, five stars, please, and spread the word about the Nord East Podcast, your favorite podcast. Um, to all your friends and also hey thanks to all of you guys who are keeping us company on social media lots of people messaging us sharing our stuff um, giving us ideas for the pod we love it so keep it up if you're feeling like you're being annoying you're not we love it so we love it all right guys so uh jimbo basically has nothing better to do so when you're as soon as i I see that inbox go to one i'll drop whatever i'm doing (laughs) to see what somebody's throwing my way like million dollar business deal listen hold on guys that can wait (laughs) i gotta put you on hold for a minute (laughs) someone just sent me a dank ass meme i might repost it we we have a really cool beer just came out i think it came out today um this is modest liquid simcoe crystals it's a double dry hopped uh new england ipa with uh, simcoe so yeah i think it's really good um they always knock these out of the park it's fun to get a beer that just came out and the cans look freaking cool so yep go check that out over at modest love it good friends of the pod all right here we go we're diving right into do we care um do we care boys uh on amazon on prime here, we? yeah we got a ton so we're gonna have to go fast all right let's go there hasn't been a lot of news for weeks and so <laughs> it's i don't know if we're just like looking harder and it comes to us i don't yeah. go looking um boys season two is coming to amazon prime it's supposed to be i believe like two days ago mm-hmm. got they moved, moved to september 4th now so yep. gets moved back two and a half months hopefully it still comes out then i think that might be a time that we are all desperately in need of something so it'll be cool to get the boys back you the guys care about this fuck yeah i do care a lot i'm bummed i mean I, we could really have used it right now s- yeah sooner but it's gonna be great i can't wait yeah, just a I fun think, show with no pressure at all no pressure um it's pretty ridiculous mm-hmm. like in general like just overall but it's a completely different take on superheroes and it's fantastic it's, yeah. it is a lot of fun all right uh next up someone who played a superhero now they're going to be playing a pirate that's margot robbie she's going to be starring in the uh next 
um, Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but not as just a co-star. She is actually going to be the lead yeah. in like a new branch of Pirates movies. They're making two branches. This is not the reboot that we kind of had talked about a couple months ago. This is like a one-off deal. Or maybe just a new series, but there's going to be it's gonna two be, it's different It's going to be launching. a new series yeah. if it works. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're going to dip their toe in the water and see what happens. She, she'd be awesome as a pirate. Like, she's kind of got like the the dirty swagger thing that she kind of does, you know? Like, she's obviously so beautiful that you can make her look silly and, like, missing teeth, and she'll still look awesome. So they'll probably do that, and she'll kind of do her, like, drunk, silly bullshit. I think it's going to be good. I think it's a perfect fit, and I know you kind of struggled to describe what what we're all thinking. I'm thinking the exact same thing, and I can't really put it into words. Yeah, I just think she is perfect for this role. I can't wait. It's the first thing that's gotten me excited about pirates since the second movie came out about 20 years ago. Yeah, I think it's uh, for me. They're on a level of they need to prove it before I trust them again. Yeah, and I if if Jerry Bruckheimer or Steven Spielberg are somehow involved, then I'm already out. But yeah. I'm I'm uh, I, I care tepidly. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't even imagine I'm going to go see this. No, I just think I it's a step in the right direction for sure. Um, Kanye West and Kid Cudi are uh, going to be uh, voicing an animated show. Um, based on their album, Kids See Ghosts. Do we know where this is going to be? No. Gonna I don't be, know. It's going to be awful, right? It like I watched the trailer, and it was really dumb. Like It was supposed to be very trippy and colorful, and it's got that... Remember the Kanye bear, the animated bear that was on the cover yeah. of um, one of his, his albums? I think it's like third album or something It was like on that. multiple ones. Yeah, so like... That animated bear is in it, and then they gave they made Kid Cuddy a fox for some fucking reason, Kid the Fox, and um, it looks really really stupid. So I don't care about this actually until Kanye comes out and says he's uh, anti-Trump. I have no interest in anything that he's doing. Yeah. I think he's just pretending that that didn't exist, like that didn't happen. Okay. He, yeah, gave, well, he gave $2 million. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Jonah Hill. Okay, I like that one. I was going to go with the Jonah Hill. People don't forget. <laughs> um, Yours all right. is better. I don't Pepperidge care about this. Farm no one cares like about this. Couldn't care less. Nope. Um, next up, uh, George Martin, we're sorry to say, is going to probably be imprisoned, like he said. If he didn't get the Winds of Winter done by the end of June, he didn't. He is actually now self-quarantining um, or uh, uh, isolating He's living in the mountains. To try to finish it? To try to finish this book. He's hoping for it to be done next year. It's just hard for me to have him be like, I would have had it finished so much better. And then like he can't write the book. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think it's going to be awful if it ever does come out. I don't think it'll be not awful. Even, it's not it's even just the not going to happen. It's, I know. It's not even done. Yeah. So That's the worst part. I uh, I guess I don't care. I mean, there was a time that we cared immensely about these books. I I mean, I really, I really loved the first three books, and four and five were pretty bad, just pretty bad. I mean, I've thought about it since then. At the time, I would have tried to defend it and say, sure, oh, but they're trying to show you some other angles. It was really boring. I mean, there's a lot. There's there's a. Let's not get into it. But I yeah. there there is a lot to his writing style that does come across as snooze. Like yeah. where you're like, okay, it's sort of like like J.R.R. Tolkien, 
who's a, a, a well-renowned like fantasy writer. Mm-hmm. But when he goes into like the history of the families and starts naming, this is the son of who and such, and then they start singing songs. And it's like, yeah, and can they we have just, like pages of song Just lyrics. cut these out. Like, like, but it's part of the original text. So I, I, I don't disagree with you that, that Martin has, has points where you're just like, oh my God, I'm going He's to the next He's famous for, doing, for describing every dish at an at a opulent feast. And it's it'll be like three pages of quail eggs and butter sauce with... You know, Jimmy right. Church. It's like, we're ending. We're ending at quail eggs and butter sauce. All right, moving on. So next up, uh, LeBron. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Someone yeah. that we really like, LeBron, is uh, making a, a documentary about the T- Tulsa race massacres from 1921. You saw it if you watched um, the first episode of the Watchmen, uh, the Watchmen yeah. which was a beautiful series, phenomenal. Um, one of the best, um, criminally underrated. Yeah, just yeah. really, really good. So. Um, you're going to get a lot of this next next year. Um, I feel like it might be a little bit of overkill, but I don't know if that's possible with a story that should have been told and hasn't been told for the mm-hmm. last hundred years. I think it's one of those things where the more information about it, the better. I, I think, you know, if we get six documentaries about it, that might be a little too much, but I don't know a ton about it and I want to. Mm-hmm. And short of, you know, reading different, you know, versions and variations of what happened. I think um, hearing it told from uh, probably very hand-selected people will be interesting. And yeah, I watched a, I watched like a maybe a 12-minute doc, you know, that they did recently. It was like Vox or one of those like really high-end short journalism sure. pieces. And it was really, really amazing. And they still haven't, the city still hasn't cleared them to dig for these bodies. And they think they maybe know where they are, but they need to dig it up and excavate because they don't know how many people died. And so they want to like get cleared to dig everybody up, find everybody and identify their families, do DNA stuff. And maybe if that's part of it, that would shed some sort of like you'd have the modern angle and the history with it, which is always like a really great way to do a documentary. So, but yeah, people need to hear the story for sure. Why the fuck didn't they teach it in, in our schools? Yeah, so we all care about that, definitely. Um, next up, Spider-Man 3. We don't know a title for it yet, um, but Spider-Man 3 could be the way that Marvel introduces mutants into the fold, finally. Um, the rumor is that a character, Firestar, is going to be um, in these movies. Uh, what are you thinking about uh, Spider-Man with another movie, obviously, and the way that they could uh, bridge themselves into the X-Men? Dude, I, I would love it. I mean, I think it's perfect that we've seen that like it's a great way to, you know, they introduced Black Panther in a Captain America movie, Civil War, right? Um, they they can definitely introduce us and just plant the seeds for, for mutants, right? Say like, hey, this person has these powers and, you know, more and more people, maybe it'll be like after the snap, these latent powers that people had are starting to manifest, something like that, right? They can kind of play it up as, hey, why haven't we talked about mutants before? Um, but I love it, dude. I mean, like, this this girl's, like, supposed to be a teenager that can shoot fire and shit. And why not? I think Spider-Man's a perfect place to just get us going on it. It's a, it's a cool little, um, I'm not going to say, like, dumping ground, but, like, a, a cool little sandbox for them to introduce it because Spider-Man's world can be really anything that they want it to now that they've yeah. gotten it from Sony. And um, I think no production company is better at slow playing the introduction of new characters, new concepts, new beings into the world than Marvel. Mm-hmm. They did they, Like you mentioned Black Panther. They did it with Captain Marvel. They do right. it with like all sorts of characters. Doesn't necessarily have to be in the end credits. Like, like you said, Black Panther was... Uh, sort of a, a momentary blip on the screen. 
um, in Captain America. And then the role just sort of expanded eventually into his own movie. So um, I fully care. I fully trust Marvel to do this correctly. Yeah, do it right. I care so much. It's going to be huge. Marvel is one of my favorite things, and the X-Men are one of my favorite things. So yeah, I couldn't care anymore. (laughs) So much so that in 2017, X-Men was your most anticipated movie of the summer. And it was bad. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, next up, Last Chance You, a show I do like quite a bit. I'm sure quite a few of you guys have watched it as well. If you haven't, there's four seasons. It's an awesome watch about uh, kids at a community college um, somewhere in the country. There's two different that you see over the four years. Um, kids who've had some kind of tough life or they've not been quite good enough or they've you know, gotten in some trouble or failed out of college. They play at these powerhouse JUCO um, teams and it's kind of a last chance to get your education and be kind of a productive member of society um, for some of these kids who've, you know, struggled um their way through life and so uh, i loved it i thought it was great i know they had some real controversy last year with coach jason brown um kind of sad to see it go did you guys ever watch this no i tried it i tried because you recommended it um i think i watched about six episodes of the first season and then i dropped it but i got it like i thought it was it's pretty good drama there you care about the kids the coach was unbearable for me so i think that drove me away a little bit but but yeah it's too bad i mean it's it's these things kind of play out eventually i think that's what happened here um yeah so that's gone do you guys care at all i care you guys probably don't i don't okay okay next up michael keaton um who's had a katana sans of of sorts starting Um, with spider-man of all things yeah um michael keaton is going to be um possibly returning as batman a character he portrayed in what the early mid 90s oh it was like it was like 87 i thought yeah it was like Definitely 90, into the nineties though, with with George Clooney and uh, and Arnold, right? Yeah, yeah. That was later. The, yeah, yeah. That wasn't Michael Keaton though. That wasn't. No, no. Michael. Keaton. You just said George Clooney. George Clooney was Batman. Yeah. Oh, and then George Val Clooney Kilmer. was Batman. That's right. <clears throat> and Val Kilmer was between those for for yeah. Batman three, so he did one and two. That's right. Correct. And he they're both awesome. I he's still my second favorite Batman. Batman and Batman Returns. Definitely behind Affleck, right? Yes, Bat of Fleck? course. Yes, Batfleck was okay. was. Why did you say that name, <laughs> Martha? What the fuck? Um, I care mildly. It's gonna, you know, it's. I don't. Like, I care a little bit. I care a little bit, but like, why do we need to retread this? Well, so in the Flash, it'll be you know he can go fast enough that he starts to enter. He can fuck with different time, times, yeah, okay. and he can he can either go back in time or he can go into different like uh, multiverse type of situation, and. So he's going to go into a different universe, and I don't know. There's going to be old Batman there. It's going to be awesome. Okay. I I think this movie could be good. I actually have some high hopes for The Flash, standalone movie. Alrighty. Yeah. I trust you. I don't. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Dude, we'll see. We'll see. All right. uh, Next up, Hamilton live coming to Disney Plus. Um, I'm not going to watch it. I saw Hamilton. It was cool. What do you mean? You You saw it? I like saw the play. I didn't. You see did it. not with not with this guy, but just, no, just like the the retread version of it as it went through the states. That's what's, cool. What's though. his name? Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Not with him, but this will be him and the original cast filmed really fancy for Disney Plus. Um, it's cool. I'm glad this kind of stuff comes out when people are supposed to be stuck at home. I don't think we're really in quarantine anymore. No. Well, it depends <laughs> on what state you live in. 
Uh, even here. <laughs> no, you're not you're not you, even supposed to be in quarantine anymore. They ended that shit. Yeah, Say phase, orders are phase over. Three? That was like a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But like um I know, mean we should be careful. Yeah, no, no, I get that too. But like I think people should be like not attempting to be out and about too much, considering like it was the worst day <laughs> in all of the history of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> For us, like it's not good. Um but yeah, so um it's good to have this kind of stuff when people are you know, still at home a little more than maybe they would be at other times of life. Yeah. Agreed. Care kind of. Yeah. All right. Um, next, next up the office, 30 rock and scrubs, all pulling scenes or episodes from, uh, their, you know, obviously past seasons that are on streaming apps. Now, um, many of them have to do with like blackface episodes or like bordering on it. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're pulling them as in, they're just you won't they won't be available yeah anymore, so i or? guess there's like a there's like an episode where dwight is in blackface and they just they just cut that part out of the episode they're just like we're good on that interesting huh i don't, wonder i'm well, trying to remember okay, the context I, of that episode i don't remember it i don't but. know if it was a halloween or a christmas party or something and he was like dressed he had he was in blackface or something i don't know i mean i know they had like a lot of racial humor in it but it was supposed to sort of be like this is bad it's cringy this is michael being clueless and you know um ignorant yeah i think they're keeping all he thinks is fine but it's wrong and it's bad i think they're keeping all that stuff i think he's not supposed to be a lovable character he's like supposed to be an asshole but i do think that um better to err on the side of caution and i always feel like the people who are like what are we gonna what are we gonna rip down every statue of a racist person and we won't have any statues left it's like fuck you it's like, yeah, we, we can put up statues. We anyways. can put up new ones. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of cool people we can make statues of. So, yeah. um, if you're if you find yourself being that person, shut the fuck up. You don't care. <laughs> you would never go see that statue. <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh, whoa, we're gonna take down a statue. This guy fought against us in the Revolutionary War as a fucking traitor <laughs> for the Confederacy. Yeah. Who was pro-slavery and anti-America and literally attacked America. <laughs> the m- biggest defeats ever taken on american soil by the united states of america and we have fucking statues up of him go to hell <laughs> screw him that which is great the, the biggest argument to shut it down is like i'm glad you're teaching our children that, like that everyone that says like what are we just going to ignore our history like um can you can you point to me on a map where one statue of adolf hitler exists in germany right like it no doesn't. we know we know what it happened fucking doesn't exist. and we don't need to celebrate it and that's what they're doing is celebrating and it. it's not like some kind of like oh this is a place where people go to to mourn or to take right exactly take a quiet moment no they don't give a fuck and adolf hitler um is like a top five most influential person in all of world history literally like is there statues <laughs> of mussolini in rome no 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 there isn't. And no. so that's why I think it's funny. So yeah, screw Are you. Are there statues in Japan of the kamikaze bomber families that like took out all the warships at Pearl Harbor? No. I don't know. Probably because we blew them up, but yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> they might've been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next up, the magic school bus is uh, coming to us in live action. This is something I feel like they should have done a long time ago. I'm surprised that it's, it's just now happening. Yeah. It's, going to be Elizabeth Banks as Miss Frizzle. I'm That's not, perfect. You like that? Yes. Oh, God. It's perfect. <sighs> what she, I mean, I don't think I'm going to watch this, but, but dude, she's really funny. What if it's really about? cool. She's in all those Judd Apatow movies, and she's great. If it's really cool, and um, for kids, your kids might really like it, though. The Magic School Bus is obviously a children's series that teaches you about space and the body and all kinds of stuff. I always thought the Magic School Bus was awesome. My kids love it. 
They watch it all the really? time. They love the original it. stuff. Yep. Well, that's it's, cool. It's on Netflix, I think. I think so. The Magic School Bus is great. I loved it. Um, I think this is an awesome idea. I hope it turns out really well. But you I, I but think you Elizabeth like Banks. Banks is oh, so much here. I mean, her hair isn't naturally frizzy enough. You know, no, that no, they no, can no, do no. That I just think I think that Elizabeth makeup. Banks is a bit part actress. Like, what was the movie she just had? She's that came a pretty out? big star to go do some fucking rehash of a 90s cartoon it's a pretty <laughs> good get for them okay 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 i mean this isn't I just think, like I, what was the movie she directed though recently and then it was like a bomb and she was like also starting it charlie's angels Char- oh, yeah ooh, you know and it's was, just like to me and then she got really mad and she was like people didn't like it because it was a woman show i was like no, yeah we're just really bad yeah and so that's kind of what i have in my mind like i kind of feel like she's gonna have a role in making this and then that makes me think it's gonna okay. be worse i don't really care about the live action remake. Yes, yeah, I don't think much. my kids are going to like it anyway. Okay, I don't know this guy's name. Chai Wattel Ejiofor. She would tell. She would tell. I don't Ejiofor? know how to pronounce Ejiofor? it. But he's, yeah. he's a big star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is going to return as Carl Mordo in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Cool. Uh, as probably a bad guy, right? Because I'm as spoiler Mor- alert. Yeah, yeah. As Mordo. Yeah. I think that's his name. Mordo. Yeah. Is that his name? It sounds it's right. Pronounced Frodo. <laughs> yeah. So Bilbo Baggins. So he is um, going to return, and the one thing that made people think he might not return was that he wasn't in Infinity War or Endgame at all. And so you're now getting word that he will be back. He might even um, was it um, Shang Chi? Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, Legend of the, the Ten yep. Rings and all that shit. He might even find his way into that as well. So it would be kind of cool. That's the TV show, right? No, that's no. The, that would be a big movie. That's a big movie. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. Hopefully it will. Well, awesome. you know that it was going to happen because he, you know, he went bad and then they kind of like, there was even maybe a post credit or something, but it was like, he is a bad guy, you know, but he was introduced in, in Doctor Strange 1 as as a good guy. Um, Part of the temple. But he is no Wong. No, no. He's no. a bad guy. No, no, no. So now he's going to be, you know, an antagonist. And I think it's a good, good fit. Okay. Next up, Deadpool 2 director, David Leitch. Leitch? Leitch? Yeah. We'll take on the movie called Bullet Train. Um, it's about a bunch of hitmen on a train in Tokyo. Just do it for you guys. No, I don't care. I don't think the Deadpool movies are if that it, great. If they had said South Korea, I might be in. Oh, <laughs> you are so in into South South Korean <laughs> films. Oh, so, dude. Japan? Eh. The Train to Busan Peninsula trailer? The night, like, I don't think we talked about it. Oh, my God. Is it going to be wild, dude? All right. These zombie movies they're making are very cool. <laughs> Next up, first look at Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, and Sam Clafin. Is that it? Clafin? Never heard Clafin. of them. Um, they are going to be um, the cast of Netflix's Enola Holmes, which is a take on Enola Holmes' sister, who will be played by Millie Bobby Brown. You mean a take on Sherlock Holmes' I'm sorry, sister? Who did I say? You said Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes. Who <laughs> is a take on Enola Holmes' sister? Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Sherlock okay. Holmes' sister. Um, she will be played by millie bobby brown who's obviously from stranger things um i will say this young people especially young girls but young people in general love millie bobby brown they love millie they love her i hope that this is a big breakout role for her yeah i could i could picture she does need something outside of 11 which was never like a great role it's sort of like hey be quiet and weird and that's all you get to do so I'm excited to see what she can do. Obviously, the Godzilla movie she made was garbage, and so it wasn't her fault. It was just a bad movie. So I yeah, let's care, see. If she can, love she can anything do. Sherlock Holmes. I do too. Love Sherlock Holmes as a story. Can't wait. Mostly, I it, mostly I want a real, you know, Guy Ritchie one. But yes. it'll be we'll get that too. It'll be interesting to see her outside of the Stranger Things universe in a more prominent role. Right. Like she's the lead. The lead. 
There you go. And uh, let's yeah. see what she can do. All right, let's do it. I'm excited for it. All right, uh, next up, Twister is getting a reboot. What? With Joseph Kaczynski in talks to direct. Who? Joseph Kaczynski. He did Tron Legacy, Oblivion, oh. and Top Gun Maverick. So he's kind of does these like remakes of old things <laughs> yeah. anyways. A bit pigeonholed there. Um, do you care about this no, at all? No, zero. It's going to be horrible, right? I mean, yeah. the, the original Twister is, is only perf- it's perfect. You like it? I loved it. I've watched it a lot. I feel like if I watch it now, I would just, my eyes would probably roll out the back sure, of my head. Sure, but like at the time. I mean, Bill Paxton, may he rest in peace, is a garbage actor. <laughs> I'm sorry to, to well, what know, are you on his on grave in that Helen way, Hunt. but he's bad. <laughs> you don't like Helen Hunt either, I'm sure? There's a Twister coming, guys. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> okay, uh, we don't care. No. Nope. Finally, um... Better than 50-50 chance that we get a Gladiator 2. Okay, I'll take it. Ridley Scott. Wait, wait, wait. A little washed. Are you asking us or are you telling us? Telling you. That it's a better than 50-50 that we're getting a Gladiator 2? Yeah. I, we don't need it. I don't it's think a perfect it's movie. needed. You just watched it. Just watched it, loved it, don't need it. You can't be expected it's, to watch two Gladiators no, in a year and, or two. And also, like, one of what we've done in the last 25 years or whatever, um, gotten a lot more okay with brutal violence okay i'm good on it i'm good no sure. more don't need gladiator well, and then like and spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it uh when you lose your two leads like the two literally oh, maximus people... die in it i haven't seen it in a long time yeah. yes okay they both yeah, they both die in combat is it a prequel because i really no, don't because remember he stabs him when he's all tied up. Yeah. He stabs him and then On he's the like elevator up. And then he's like, let's go out there and fight. And he's like but he still wins, bleeding but he out. Dies, yeah. And he wins with ease. And I, I just don't I mean, there's no Joaquin, no Russell Crowe. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Who 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 could they get in it though that would make you change your mind? Uh Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I the to me the, the obvious choice is um Henry Cavill. Is Tom Hardy. No. <laughs> I thought you could say Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hardy would be great in that role. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I can. I'm okay about with this. any of it. I, I just I'm don't think it's Ridley Scott, it. man. I, I don't know. I don't know what he needs to do, but it's not make more alien movies, that's for Aliens sure. Aliens off the table. So I don't know what to do with this guy. I hope James Cameron goes and makes an alien movie. He's making Avatar awesome. 2 through 19. I can't He's wait fine. for those, by the way. Okay, uh, next up, uh, we're going into Hot Rex. Yes. Wow, that hot was a lot. Rex. We had like there was 12, a lot. 15 things. There was, was a lot of news. We tried to go fast. We did an okay job. We did. Okay, okay so Hot Rex, okay. Um, the only thing to talk about really is Dark. Dark. Season 3. We're recording this on Saturday, June 27th. If you don't hear this episode, it's because the last cycle started today. I'm actually glad that we made it through because watching up through season two as they tick down and the episode opens and it's like, you know, July 24th, 2020 June 24th. or June 24th, 2020. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, that's today. That's and it's like today. Three days from the apocalypse. Shit. I'm like, ah, so, so far, so good. We haven't burned up or died. And that's nice. I haven't watched it yet. So I don't really want to like it just came out today, like today. As Eric so, said last night at 2 a.m. I think what we need to do is watch a f- at least a few episodes this week yes. and then reconvene on Sunday to give I very really, spoiler-free thoughts. Spoiler-free okay? thoughts because I want people to watch this. This is currently, we'll see how it ends, this is currently my favorite show. It's a title holder. Can we say that? Oh. It just a second it, it was, dropped. It was it's title the 2019 holder. Nordy Winter. show of the year. 
best show 2019 nordies and here so, we go again i love dark it's perfect you can watch it in english or german but it's better in german it's better in german it's great in english <laughs> just watch the damn show it's so freaking cool if you get confused look it up online i don't know just stick with it well it's, the thing is if you get confused that's, that's okay the point. that's part of the shtick it's a like time travel show and you're almost always confused and then you understand shit later you understand shit in retrospect so it's it can be tough, but you just have to embrace the confusion and just be let your mind be fucking melted. It's a little bit like um, we, if you did not read any of the Game of Thrones books and you started the show and there's like 40 characters that yep. you have to learn who they are, what you know family they belong to. It's just sort of like that where yeah. once you kind of get into it, you feel a little bit more indoctrinated like with every episode that you watch and you understand. Exactly. That's actually pretty good. And I, I would compare it in complexity to a Game of Thrones, um, which, you know, a lot of people watched three, four episodes of that and quit, you know, and then only picked it back up when everyone was obsessed with it builded, and by yeah. season three, you know? So yeah. I can totally imagine people not being into it right away, but please. Those are some of the, the biggest complaints it. of people that I know that didn't Just read the books. Just DM me with questions because lo- I'd love to he's, talk about He's it. here for you. Jimbo's here for you. Jimmy Channel. Like you said, he's help. putting all of his business dealings on hold if you send him an IM on. on I don't give a shit about any of that my stuff. Fa- I just my favorite want to help our, our listeners and our our you know, our people audience. My yeah. favorite thing about dark is that Barter hadn't watched it yet. And he was talking to us about why we liked it so much on the pod. And I was like, it's so confusing, but it's the best show. And then he was like, Oh, so do you think maybe because it's so confusing, um, that's why you like it so much. And I was like, no, I wish I understood it more. And <laughs> yeah. I hate that it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. And I still think it's the best show. Yeah. So yeah, please. Um, it's, it seems to be like, it's a, an event this time. Um, Netflix did a really cool job of promoting it. It was obviously a big drop at a time where there isn't a lot of shows dropping and it's only 26 episodes. So this is something that is not a huge, is this, so this is eight, eight again. Yeah. Okay, good. Perfect. So 10, eight and eight, this is something you can do. So please dive in. You will not regret it. It's a great show. Um, and it's just the directing, the writing, the planning, the, the acting. acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just everything and every little detail is so perfect. Um, I never think to myself like, well, how did that happen? And it's a show yeah. that it's not very believable. And I never find myself saying that. Right. But it's it's so meticulously planned out and, and it takes itself very seriously. And they get away with all of it because it's just they, they don't mess up. They don't mess up, and like sometimes the details that they put into it, you don't even notice mm-hmm. until like after the fact. You know, I was watching in the rewatch, and I thought I found something that doesn't make sense. That dog would never have been able to get through the door in the cave to go back in time, and then uh, then like eight episodes later, they're like, "Yep, I, I grabbed the dog and brought." I'm like, they fucking thought yeah. of that too. They had it all planned out. It's well, either crazy. that or they it's were like, perfect, perfect. They were perfect. watching it and they're like, "Shit, we got to figure out something for that." Yeah, maybe, That's a plot but hole. hey, they did it. They did it. They caught it. So it was, it's just that good. Um, yeah. So please go watch it. Let us know what you think. And yeah, if you have any questions about it, um, I've been so into dark the last week that I watched the first two seasons in German and I have been exclusively listening to the dark soundtrack on Spotify. No way. <laughs> so uh... I am all aboard this show so please let us know what you think um everyone is dying for a show to watch so i know that our listeners have time to watch this 
And if you're the person who's like, I can't watch shows with subtitles. Then do the dubs. Then do the dubs. It's, it's all still good. It's still great. Good. It's like, you know, an A instead of an A plus maybe or something like that. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Standoff at Sparrow Creek. Barter, you watch What's this. What's up with this? Dude, this is a hot wreck for me. All right. This is a uh, first time director. Okay. Hold on. I have What's it? Is it a is it give me the genre? Is okay. it a crime western? Um it's a little it bit of like a, a western. It's a little no no no. It's a little bit of a thriller. It's modern day. Okay. It could not be more relevant mm. to today's society. It came out in 2018. This is uh this is on Hulu. Yeah. And the Rotten Tomato score was like 73%, but there was only like 48 reviews. So this like kind of flew under That's the radar. Dude, the 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 twists and like the build up to the ending is fantastic. How did you find this thing? I just happened upon it on Hulu and All was right. like, I remember seeing this trailer and I think we even talked about it on the podcast. Because I, I just, I don't know. Because... There is like the garage scene where like there's a cop walking by the front of like the multiple garage doors and guys are standing there waiting for the cop to like either come in or not. We definitely talked about this. We did. I've seen the trailer. Here's the other thing. It's 89 minutes. Ooh, that's a tight. I mean, that's that's right in the super watchable wheelhouse. And this is not a show that's like, oh my god, I can't believe this got skipped over for Oscars or anything like that. Yeah. Like this, it's not that type of movie. Um, I said show, I meant movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fantastic. Okay. If if you got an, if you got a ninety minutes to kill, standoff at Sparrow Creek is fantastic. The 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 drama, the like backstabbing, the twists and turns, it it goes all the way through. It cuts really deep. Um, it's not super violent. Um, it's more about like politicking and and what happens. So um, it's a hot wreck. Okay, hot wreck. And I don't right. have a lot of those I, I, that you guys haven't seen. So I feel like I really need to emphasize. No, this I, I feel you, and it's on my list. And I'm gonna watch it after dark. Fair enough. All right, uh, we're heading to Better Late Than Never. Barter, you've been uh, binging Better Late Than Never. Oh my god! I tell you what, the critically acclaimed films. Uh, line on the Netflix dial is perfect. It's, it's on fire right now. I'm just lighting this thing up. Uh, Lady Bird is next. I don't know if that's, that's even a, worth the watch. That's a skip. But I watched about 30 minutes of that and, and couldn't handle it. <clears throat> um, I watched There Will Be Blood. Paul Thomas Anderson. PTA. Um, our guy, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. Must have three names to be a part of this movie. I forget who the kid is. The preacher guy. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of other like bit part actors and actresses. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. There is you go. The, is the the priest guy? Great. Doesn't he have a twin? Paul or Dan Dano. Paul. Yeah. He, yeah Paul Daniel Dano. Paul Michael Dano. I'm yeah. sure. You... Um, I thought this movie was good in the beginning and the end, and then everything in the middle is a snooze fest. Mm-hmm. I was so bored. I love this movie. I da- guess I haven't seen it in a bit. Daniel Day-Lewis is captivating. Yeah. But like what is happening is so fucking boring. Yeah. Like, unbelievably boring. I could see that. Act two is really slow. It's kind of like this slow descent into just assholedom, I guess. Madness. I, I, madness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but fucking firecracker of an ending. Yeah. I don't know if that makes up for it, though. Okay. That's so, fine. I like that. What's your Rotten Tomato score on it? Uh, like a 72. 
And, you know, this is one of those things where you can look at it and say, this is a good movie. It's well done. It's well written. It's well acted. But you got to subtract points for entertainment. A movie has to be entertaining. Has to or be else, entertaining. what are you doing? You know, yeah. it's movies, that's what it's for. It's one of our benchmarks. Yeah. And when they're just like talking about like oil derricks and <laughs> structural integrity. And, oh, man. My, here's my son, DW. And I'm like, eh, okay. I've heard enough of this. And then okay. they're like having drunken chats around a campfire. It's not really yeah. my thing. I got you, brother. Um, next up on the list was Moonlight. Oscar okay. winning uh, movie of the year or was uh, it? Would, yeah, it won best, best picture. picture. Best picture. This was the whole snafu of the they gave it to someone else and then yeah, they, they gave had it to, to the Hollywood movie and then they had to undo it or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Once once upon once, once upon a time. No, 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 no. Fuck. La La Land. Yes. Thank you. La La Land. We were both on the same wavelength there. Our brains were operating simultaneously. Right. Um, Moonlight is about um, a black gay kid in three parts and it's him when he's like seven 15 and 21 um growing up in miami so i can't relate to any of that okay being black gay miami and living in florida like none of these things are things that i can relate to um do you think Didn't, that hurt your enjoyment of it, or do you think it was just... I think the story is important, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's uh, unique to tell. Um, I just didn't really understand what the film was trying to convey, mm-hmm. other than the fact that it's difficult to be all of those things. Right. Which I think I already understand that. Yeah. Like, I didn't need this movie to tell me that, that being a black gay man in Miami... Or is, in America is, in general. Is, yeah, exactly, is, is difficult. Um, or... You know, was it hope, just like a just a downer the whole time? Kind of, yeah. And it was it's was tough to watch. It's I think I watched to about watch. twelve minutes of it, and I I didn't sit down intending to even watch it. I just flicked it on when I was like, yeah, whatever. And I, I just I didn't. Do I it. wish I, I do wish it. there was a little bit more to it. Like obviously, like there's some depth there, but um, I don't know. It just it really wasn't for me. Keep on this track of knocking out these classics, though. I got I one more. This. I got one oh more. Oh my god! Please, what do you got? The movie Detroit. Okay. And I was texting you guys about this. Did you do this one last week? No, oh, you like, texted us about it. Okay. Is it isn't Detroit like being in hell? Huh? Isn't it like being in hell? Something like well, so this was part of the <laughs> That's what uh, the president said. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this was uh, critical even... battleground said he was like being in Detroit is like being in hell. Yeah. <laughs> This is um, <laughs> the dumbass. There's like a, a a famous event that happened at the Algiers Motel, um, where several uh, black men were were killed during a race riot, um, and this goes into detail as much as they can. So this was directed by Catherine Bigelow, who oh, did yeah, big time. Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. Um, yeah, one and best this, director this, at one point. For the stars. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's stars, but like John Boyega's big in it. Yeah. From How's his American accent in it? Really solid. He's really fucking good. Yeah, he's way. good. He's so he doesn't do anything in the Star Wars movies. He's very, very good. I think he's underrated. Have you seen Attack the Block? Uh-uh. Oh, he'd really love it. So Detroit tells this like I mean, if you if you are on the side of like cops need to be restrained in their power, then this movie will make you very fucking angry. Okay. Like it's disgusting that if this was even close to what happened fuck the police and right. i understand why eze and ice cube wrote a song called that. coming straight from the underground seriously and and 
if this is the way like cops have operated for so long, I fucking understand why black people are burning down their buildings. What's what's even funnier is that they talk about the burning down of the buildings. And this movie was made in 2018, yeah. I think. And the 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 people and like the politicians that are speaking are using the same fucking verbiage that people are using now. Like it couldn't be more apropos for what is happening today. People are so predictable. They're literally using like some of the same fucking phrases that I've heard on, you know, conservative outlets and lots of other, you know, conservative folks that are saying like, well, like you mean a, Facebook? I can't believe that they would burn <laughs> why are you conservative burning outlets like Facebook? <laughs> if you care about your community, why are you burning down your own homes? Like yeah. and, and shit like that. They're literally saying like it was almost like it predicted things two years later. Yeah. Um so Detroit is a if you if you want to learn about things that are kind of relevant today, like why black people feel the way that they do, um, Detroit is a great movie to capture some beat of that. you down a oh. little bit as a white person to make you understand the strife that they go through and why shit is so volatile for them. So. Okay. Not trying to bring down the podcast, but it, I think no, it's, it's, a, good. I think it's, it's important. an important movie. Did, um, yeah. What do you give that one then? I'd give it like an 86. Okay, that's solid. Um, performances all around Where'd you watch are fantastic. It? Is it Netflix uh, as well? Uh, yes, Netflix. Okay. Yeah, right, cool, cool. Detroit is yeah. the name of it. So anyway. No, I had heard of it and it was kind of on my list and it just I never popped up for me. I so don't I think it got that much like, you know, cloud. It kind of came and went quick. Yeah, so. yeah. Especially from a director I like Catherine I think if it was dropping now, I think people would probably take a lot oh more my notice. God. So it's for a good sure. Rack, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think it's an important movie to watch, but um, be prepared to be very upset. Okay. If you're a normal human being. Got you. All right. Uh, we are going to dive into our Marvel rewatch this week. But before we do that, we're drinking another beer from our friends over at Modest. We're drinking the uh, Planet Lunch, the New England Lunch IPA. It's a great period. They don't want to call call it session. That's over because people don't buy session beers. Really? Yeah. So people think, well, I'm not going to spend the same amount of money if it's session. There's less alcohol. Fuck that. Mm. So they're calling it a lunch IPA. They coined the term. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Mm, Drink lunch, it for lunch. I would. I would. The term for me would be um, after you mowed the lawn beer. Yeah. That's what a session. You is. have so many after you mowed the lawn beers. It's like I thought that's a Coors Light. Just any light beer, <laughs> any is drinkable an, beer. Also, uh, doesn't it makes me want to mow the lawn a whole lot more? It wasn't the first beer we had. That's not an after the. That was that was heavy. That's a big, yeah. big, big beer. This is drinkable. I like it. Yeah, my whole thing is um, when I mow the lawn, I want to drink beers. I guess. Apparently, all right, Maybe guys. You could just drink while you're mowing. <laughs> Get that helmet. Get inst- the, the, oh, the baseball yeah. helmet. That's good. Or install a cup holder. All right, uh, next up, we're going into Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, This is one of the final movies in Phase 3. We're coming to the end of our Marvel rewatch. What did you guys think of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp overall? So, I'll go first. I think this is a very expensive way for Marvel to introduce time travel. Mm. Uh, They had to do it. It was part of the plan all along. I don't think... I think Paul Rudd is fine. As Ant-Man. I think he, he's if you very don't like him, I don't know what else is left in the movie for you then, brother. Evangeline Lilly is okay. Michael Douglas is... She's pretty, and I think she's not a particularly strong actress. Um, she was pretty bad and lost, honestly. Michael Douglas is like mailing it in. Like he he's washed up. Oh, yeah. he's he's so not likable too. I just yeah. hate him. I, yeah. I just don't... He had the, the one line was pretty funny with like, can I get you a, a juice box and a 
It's mm-hmm. carrots or carrots. String cheese. Yes, string a cheese. string cheese. Yeah. I mean, that was all right. Right, but that's like such an easy, like, that's teed up. That was like the, yeah. the height of it. To me, it was just Paul Rudd carrying an average movie by being funny. I mean, generally, when I watch these movies, I'll maybe take about eight or ten notes on, you know, interesting, humorous things or things I notice that relate to other movies. I have like two notes. I didn't... My kids, by the way, fucking loved it. There's some of these Marvel... Okay, six and four, my kids. Some of these I can't watch. Black Panther, I watched before them and said, dude, there's can't, people... Can't happen. I mean, yeah. Killmonger's like downing people with, with machine guns and right. shit. It's very hard. Andy Serkis is evil in that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is like a goofy kids movie which is fine um i thought it was pretty pretty sloppy pretty just kind of thrown together um again they they just needed to introduce they introduced like they didn't quite know what to do to introduce drama so they made his suit malfunction throughout the movie which i always get so annoyed she's like like, uh his his coupler coils are malfunctioning and and then she like flicks them and then literally this like the pseudoscience shit they try to do then they do so much of it like long conversations about totally bullshit silly bullshit science just to like was really unbearable to me so i did not i don't even think this movie is a fresh to me i think it's like maybe maybe like a 40 45 i didn't really enjoy it i did not enjoy myself watching it some of the action scenes were fine but it's not my favorite man What'd you guys think? I mean, I I found myself. I mean, I would say it was for sure fresh. Like it was a fine movie, but I found myself like looking at my phone, and looking at my phone is a bad thing for movies. <laughs> bad like, side. Like when I'm watching Dark, I'm like annoyed by my phone. I'm like, don't message me anyone. Like it's just it's so good. You put it in do mm-hmm. not disturb mode. Yeah, yeah. and then for this. I found myself like scrolling Twitter, yeah, and then being like, oh, "I'm not even watching this. Like, what did I miss there?" You know, um, I, I guess it just lacked a real villain to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, it it didn't have a villain. There wasn't really a villain in it, and to me, they um, did like the mobster side plot that just like just annoying. The like literally, the main characters were annoyed when they showed up to to like mess with their plans. So was the audience. the The biggest villain was his ankle bracelet. Yeah, yeah. Like I gotta get home. I, uh, they're gonna be there in three days, and, and it was just like, okay, well, we're gonna go on this quick mission, and yeah. then you'll get home. I and, do think that like Paul Rudd is very likable and funny. He's a talented dude. His charisma is like when he was made, they turned it up to eleven. I think I think Paul Rudd is better in Infinity War and like the group setting in the smaller when he can play off of other people but when he has when he has to carry it by himself it doesn't really work as well i like the relationship with the daughter i thought that was all pretty cute and and well done kind of the heart of the movie she's great she's great he's great that was all wonderful my kid like i said dude my well, kids love this movie. The whole like, uh, but they're and, dumb. They don't know what they're. They yeah, don't know what's like good. the whole like. Well, she implanted the dream in your head from the quantum realm. Was like <sighs> some of that stuff was just like so eye like, roll, huh? Like, like what I was bought the, the time travel thing in Endgame ten color, times more than the stuff in this movie. What was the color of, of the, the dresser? dresser? And he's like, oh, it's it's a bureau or whatever, or yeah, a, it's a red a, a coat closet or something. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, it had horses on it. And she's like, that's that's it. That's where I used to hide. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. We did. Oh. So I'll give it a 51, but oh. it's like a, a like 50 and a half, really. It, like was just like a, it was like a 60 to me. 
it's a full skip. All you need to do is like they figured out time travel to the quantum realm and all of that stuff yeah. and then move on to the next film. Yeah. That's it. It could have mm-hmm. been 15 minutes. Yeah. And that post credit scene was obviously scene important was cool. of him disappear him, you know, being stranded in the quantum realm with all three operators. Yeah. Disappearing. So yeah. But there was only I a fifteen percent chance at all. I think three that was my original take. Well, so that's a little weird, but my original take when this came out was that we only needed that. Yeah. Like we could have skipped everything and just shown us that and then you have enough information to move on to and the and Marvel one. fans would have paid fifteen dollars to just see that scene anyway. For sure. Because we we're supposed to. So <laughs> they, that's all they really had to do. All right, guys. Next up is Captain Marvel. Mm. Mm. Hopefully it's better on my second watch. Is it bad watch. that I might pretend that I watch this and just lie to everyone and the no, listeners no, and you guys? Because I, I saw it like I probably saw it six months ago. I really, really, really think that um we all should give it a second watch. Oh, you've already watched it twice? Oh, yeah, I've watched it twice. But oh. I mean, look, I'll watch it again. And it's something I know my kids can watch too. So that's always good. I'll watch with them. Uh, they can watch take the, a couple of good the Crees and all that stuff. And that doesn't that doesn't bother them? No, they'll be fine with that. Okay. It's it's more like when when there's like people shooting machine guns and killing people. Violence. I'm like, yeah. they shouldn't see that stuff. Yeah. But like superhero fucking spaceships blasting phasers. Who gives it? That's fine. Okay. That's, that's good kid action. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, let's move on to Northeast Rates. Let's do it. We need like a Northeast Rates like theme music. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, okay. Okay, so There's here we something. go. Today, we're going to start out with uh, Northeast Rates, the Cheesecake Factory. Mm. Okay. How... I'm going to go first. Yeah. Okay. I haven't eaten at the Cheesecake Factory in probably 10 years. For good reason. What? Why? Really? Why wouldn't you go eat at the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> the only thing that I have thought about the Cheesecake Factory in the last 10 years, I think, was an article Jimbo sent me maybe like three years ago. And it was someone that did like a deep dive review on the aesthetic, the decor, like the decor, the menu, the options, the it drinks, like the, the, makes the, no the, sense. the waitresses, like, or the, like the, the servers outfits, um, the way they bring food to the table, the size, the, like the monstrosity of it all. Mm-hmm. And it's the funniest thing you could ever read. Like if you, if you're looking for like a hilarious read, like just Google Cheesecake Factory review. I'm sure this will pop up. Yeah, um, it's like this Greco-Roman decor with like uh, like this Colosseum esque thing with this like m- monstrous menu of everything. You know, we don't they make anything everything. well. No, they but don't. we make a thousand things. And then at the end, there's cheesecake. But the portion size they give you doesn't allow enough room for you to have cheesecake. Right. Like it's it, it's like the gluttony of America is defined within the Cheesecake Factory walls. If I'm going to rate the Cheesecake Factory, I don't think their cheesecake is very good. Oh, personally, wow. Which I is kind of a big a hit. Cheesecake, like um, uh, you know, snob or you. I'm had not a snob, on but like different types of cheesecake. It all tastes the same with like uh, raspberry flavoring yeah. or white chocolate flavoring or whatever. Um, so I'm going to rate the Cheesecake Factory, like menu size, decor, price is like exorbitant. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. It's, it's like they f- always have to put them like downtown or something. It's like a 35. Pitch. Wow. I was going to say 34. And I think that you summed up the reasons why. Um, every, it's like you got a lot of options. All of them are very sub average. I was going to say, um, if I dis if I didn't include the Mediterranean menu, um, the uh, Sub-Saharan African 
part of the menu. Um, <laughs> the Ethiopian. The, yeah, the, yeah. South, the Southeastern uh, Asia and uh, the East Eastern European parts of the menu. Um, it's a really good the restaurant. The Swedish pickled herring, though, is uh, <laughs> unbelievable. It's like a 15-page menu. What did you think of the Yugoslavian section? <laughs> <laughs> I, Those meatballs were unbelievable. Yeah. Also, the, the same kitchka. meatballs they used in the Italian. And the, <laughs> exactly. Do you, okay, do you guys know, like, um, you know, like, uh, rich guy who is like, um, I, I maybe I'm being too descriptive. He's like a a really rich wannabe mobster, like hairy guy who owns like a Florida mansion. Okay, that it's decorated like a. Okay. Like his, like his mansion. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm imagining this guy in his mansion and, and it's everything. Like, yeah. It's like Spanish meets the Middle East. And he's meets... got like, yep. he's, his, he's got like three buttons unbuttoned. There's like a chain down in through his chest hair. Yeah. Like this is the guy we're talking about, right? Yes. There's like terracotta. Yeah. In there. And there might be <laughs> poorly painted um, grape vines yep. on yep. the stucco walls. Yes. And then there's okay. like we're these. There. Like, I'm literally there angelic clouds like floating throughout the ceiling area like right. it's ridiculous um so what's I'm your score? Give it a 40 oh so we're all time. right we're all right in the same we're right in the same i mean the food area. you wouldn't like go there and be like this was terrible food but you'd like go there and be like well, well so you'd average. go there and be like i feel like shit after all right next up we have tiktok tiktok i don't use it i don't know i'm not gonna judge it i guess i can't really I, give I, it a kid, score uh, yeah i mean Sometimes I've heard, I've heard the videos many, make their way into Instagram, and I see them, and I generally think it's stupid. I have I've had a few listeners tell me um, in their Ryan challenge um, that they would like him to learn one of the popular TikTok dances. Do you know that you know this, and, Ryan? That people it. are really like yeah, taking our, our call to action seriously, and they're trying to give you challenges. Um, you have a few options: the six, the blazing wing yep. challenge. Yeah, I'm inclined the TikTok for that one. challenge. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else is. That, is there anything else? Not that I can think of. I think, oh, there was a learning a song on the guitar. Four Locos? Oh, yes, oh, yeah, the, the Four Locos. No. If you could drink two Four Locos while we record. <laughs> I'll say this. I texted you guys this, too. The last time I had a Four Loco, I threw up in Tony Lewis's snowbank. So yeah. I'm not, not going to have a Four Loco again. Okay, no, that's fair. Uh, Eric, you had one a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. TikTok, TikTok or uh, Blazing Challenge? Sounds I think good. I'd do the Blazing Challenge. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give TikTok because I'm not going to try to pretend to understand it. It's not necessarily for me. I don't. I don't have Snapchat either, you know, so I don't think I'm going to get this. I'm going to give it a 45, as in the kids like it, and I don't want to shit on stuff just because young people like it. So that's where I'm at. So I'll it give ain't it for me, but it's not it's not inherently evil. I'm going to go a little bit higher because the TikTok stuff that I see on Reddit that pops up in, under like funny, I love. Like oh. a lot of it's like uh, like mistakes, like the dog comes up and like grabs the phone with his mouth and then takes off with it. Like I think that stuff's hilarious. <laughs> you love like, that stuff. I love the outtakes of TikTok. So I'll go sixty. Okay. Haven't, haven't used it. Don't know anything about it. like I okay, okay. I don't know anything about like the app itself. I know right. what the concept the interface, is. You get the videos. Yeah. I don't. I haven't tried it or used it, but I think like the outtakes and stuff that I see on Reddit are hilarious. Okay. All right. So Here, I'm cool. What you got? Um, I would like TikTok more because there are funny TikTok things that happen. I don't have it, but like I see it on Twitter. Um, but I'm a high school teacher, and I would say in eighty percent of my classes during the class, um, the People students have some time, and I look up or I look over, and like two kids have set up their phone and they're like doing a TikTok dance and recording it while we're in Ooh. class, and then I'm like. 
what the hell are you is doing? that when you get the baseball bat out from the desk drawer no, that's when i take their phone and then i turn the flashlight on and put it in the drawer so it <laughs> you do not every time so it dies i'm like you're gonna tiktok in my class i'm gonna kill your phone <laughs> brilliant <laughs> play a youtube video on silent turn the light on that's perfect <laughs> um all right uh now you're giving it more ideas that's real like, that would really drain the fuck it out yeah. of it all I right love next that. up uh cheese curds oh you guys i'm gonna be the dissenter here yeah i know you're not do you want to start positive or do you want to start well, with me let's start with you let's see yeah you i just i can't handle just a mouthful of only cheese with grease around it T- to me one one cheese curd is like a 70 or 80 but a bunch of fucking cheese curds is is a negative thing for me i don't want to eat it i'll feel gross i don't enjoy it it's a 30 so it's a 30 i've said this before during our state fair reviews everyone loves the cheese curds and they talk about it but i think cheese curds is one of the it is an absolute necessity that it's a shareable dish yeah you don't need your own little cardboard carton right i can't even eat more than you get one for like a group of four a little bit of ketchup, and then you have like a couple, and you're you're off and running. I do say the ketchup helps. I think it must just be acidity to cut that fucking cheese. The, the fat, yes. yeah, the fat. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, that helps. And so I think cheese curds are drastically overrated, but I think every once in a while, if you had three or four, I think they're like a, a sixty-five to a seventy. I'll give it a seventy. Okay, but cheese like, curds twelve. No. They're disgusting. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Are you they're, kidding me? Well, they're not me? disgusting. Dude, we're going to get... People are going to come after oh, us with these low dis- scores on I don't think curds. they're disgusting. A ball of cheese put into a deep fryer. My favorite is when places try to do fancy cheese curds. Like pepper jack cheese They're curds. like, oh my gosh, like this one is breaded in these spices. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's fucking deep fried. It's still disgusting. <laughs> cheese curds are horrible. The first cheese curd is edible. The second cheese curd is going to clog up your your insides for a while. Cheese curds are sick. 12. Okay. Wow. Fair enough. I thought I was going to go hard on these things. I did not see that coming. All right. Next up, s'mores. <sighs> s'mores. S'mores. Oh s'mores. Combination of flavors. Fantastic. The actual creation and cons- consumption of the s'more is tough. It's a and pain then, like, in the ass. You got to get the They're marshmallow just right. Be. If you screw up the marshmallow, the whole thing's ruined. Oh God, I want—I don't want to be a dick about this. I I'm going to just give it like a nice seventy-two. If someone handed me a s'more that had like the perfectly like brown marshmallow, and I could just eat it, yeah, I would give it like a seventy. But, but dude, like, your dad, I'm buddy, involved. your dad, yeah, I'm, you're going to be making them. I'm you're going to be weeds. making multiple before I'm, you even get to eat one. I'm in the weeds in the process. And then by <laughs> the time... In the weeds. I'm backed up here. By the time that those things are like eaten and someone has dropped their chocolate or the top graham cracker fell off and now their hands are in the marshmallow, mm. it's a four. Yeah. Like it's really low for me. Um, so I'm going to give it... Let's split the difference. I'm going to say like 40. Wow. wow. That's a negative on some s'mores. That's and what you we get? are getting old. I think I get what a 70 something. Okay, so here's my thing. Um s'more flavored anything is like a 90. 
So like pop tarts. Well, we're not supposed to rate tarts. Don't rate things that we haven't. I almost did myself. That was reminding myself. Okay, I'm sorry. My point is just I like things that are s'more flavored. A s'more flavored drink. A s'more flavored. Yeah, but the s'more flavored stuff doesn't actually taste like a s'more that much. It just tastes like chocolate. I'm just saying pop tarts are the best. But anything anything that has that combo of chocolate, marshmallow, graham cracker is for me. It's great. Um, Cheesecake Factory s'more flavored (laughs) cheesecake. (laughs) (laughs) But but I don't like Hershey's chocolate bars. They're like actually gross. That yeah. kind of hurts. The ch- that kind of hurts the, the whole. Is uh, it does. Very good. The schmore sh- and and there. a lot of chocolate doesn't melt very much. So here's what I'm asking for: chocolate companies make something that's not terrible, like a Hershey chocolate bar that's thinner. Do the so, Ghirardellis. Yeah, that's what you do with fancy ones. Thin. We need a thin piece of chocolate that will melt quickly because I'm not going to hold the s'more for a long time while the chocolate melts. Otherwise, you get like a hard piece of cold chocolate in there. S'mores inconsistent. Okay. That's a problem. I'm going seventy-one. Oh, that's we way are high. Really negative. Well, I gave it a seventy-four. I think. Yeah, I that's mean, too high. Okay. I, I think I, I want to. I, mean, I want to have a bonfire in your backyard, ugh. and then we'll have. I will not have s'mores. And then you you make these for the kids, and then you got to clean them up and wipe them off, and then I'm going to ask you what your everything score is. gets sticky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up, tie dye. I'm changing my skirt. No, I'm just kidding. Tie dye. Tie dye. Tie dye. I like tie dye. Tie dye is pleasant. Tie dye is fun. Tie dye is a was a fun fucking quarantine activity. And for it's us. and it's in. It's in right now. It's in. It's very very in. So I'm wearing tie dye shorts right now. Jean shorts. Hey, jean short team. Eric. Team jean short. You're I bought the tie dye kit. I didn't actually do any of the tie dyeing. You yet. just so handed it off to the fan. Um, to do? It's a fifty one. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You okay. can't. Okay. Yeah, 50, fifty-one. 50 is a, fifty is the coward's way out. Fifty-one. <laughs> yeah. There's no fifties. But really I don't really care. But allowed. Like, I I don't care. But it's fine that other people do it. It's, it's okay. Fine. So you're just you're just getting out. Of this I think one. it's you're interesting that you went with tie dye as an activity over just that the buying a tie dye. Well, shirt. I, I think it's never both. Buy a it's it's, it's everything. Um, we did our own tie dye. Everyone else's shit looked looked awesome. Like everybody, like my kids did sweaters. My wife did like a hoodie, all really cool. And then Mine your, looked really stupid. And then your jean shirts turned out leopard print. Yes, basically. No, exactly. <laughs> but um, these I did not do myself. I bought these okay. from Levi directly. The man. Um, so dude, I had fun and I liked it, but my actual tie dye looked stupid as hell. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eighty-two. As in, wow. like, I, I like it. I like the vibe. I like, you know, you throw like a tie dye t shirt mm-hmm. with like a nice, like, kind of jacket open. That's yeah. a cool look for me. You look cool like that. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm going to give tie dye <laughs> a, a 79. I like tie dye. It's great. I don't wear it all the time. I would wear it. Um, yeah, tie dye, pretty cool. 79. <laughs> Next up, golf. Ooh. Hmm. Okay, one, um, I'm terrible at golf. Two, James, you're terrible at golf. True. Three, Ryan, I don't know if you're good at golf, but I know that you're good at top golf. Yes. He's really kinda good at top golf. Top golf. Oh my God. Like kinda like like I was impressed. Like everybody's score was like was like eighty and his score was like hundred and eighty. You you remember that you remember that Barter um played college football sometimes yeah you don't you get a glimpse like, of it i, I look at him i'm like he didn't play college football then i see him at top golf and i'm like he played college football 
<laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Right? Except for the first part, yeah. where he said, looking at you. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. That's fair. Yeah. So if it's fair, The it's ocular pat-down says, no. <laughs> okay, golf is not that fun. Um, most people suck at golf. The worst part about golf is... Per- people pretending that they're good at golf or people pretending that they love golf yeah those um, people are like golf culture is weird uh, golfers and golf people are kind of unbearable they're they're unbearable i'm and, really sorry and, i'm no, i know we're like pissing off a lot of people right oh, now people right now are like i'm a huge golfer i do it all the time i think a lot of people just chose golf over the nordies podcast yeah they said, well probably. i guess if i can't have both fuck these guys so i'm, I'm not saying i hate golf see go. um i don't really watch it much if it was like a master's um, you watch Sunday, the majors. I would yeah. watch the last two hours of it, maybe. But golf for 18 holes is insane. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to play 18 holes? I think if you were better at it, though, oh, 18 you would, you would, holes. Yeah, no, but, but you would want to play better more. at it. You have to play a lot, and that's torturous. Sure. Like, I think golf is one of those sports where, like, you, it's sort of like learning to play the guitar. Like you either kind of have that a little bit of that innate talent, or you don't. So you're like, telling me I should just quit? Well, I'm not saying you and should not, quit. Not that I'm trying, but like it's I probably try. it's probably not the sport for you at this point in your life. I appreciate that. Like if we're being honest, yeah. And I'm kind of out of the corporate culture, anyways, where I feel like oh, I should probably learn because if you get to some certain level, you're supposed to golf with people. I hate that idea. Hate that idea. You can say no. But anyway, yeah, then I'm the guy that's not so there. So I will say that I loved playing golf. I have not played golf consistently in a long time, aka children. But yes, when I was like single and living in Phoenix, and you could play golf year round for relatively inexpensive uh, greens fees, like forty bucks for like a Saturday from you know eight to one o'clock was great. I loved it. Yeah, I had a, I had a blast. Um, we'll get to your guys' scores, I guess, in a second. Since I kind of, I, well, I kind of took over the conversation. Sorry. Um, golf is insanely expensive. Yeah, it's a rich man's sport. Um, for the most part, like I mean, if you really want to play a lot, if you want to be good, you're going to spend a lot of money expensive. to do it. Yeah. Like if you want lessons, range time, you know, just the greens fees and a cart at the fucking Columbia Golf Course is seventy dollars. Like it's ridiculous, right? Uh, on the weekend, and that's anyway. cheap. That's, That's relatively cheap. cheap. So um, I would say, given all that, like just just remembering my time playing golf, I'd give golf like an 80. I know you guys are going to be way low. That's very, that's, way low that's on high, that. That's high. But of course, you would, I, I fa- imagine you'd be the high score here. Yes. So I'm giving golf an 80. Watching golf is a f- 12 for me. Yeah. Unbearable. I don't care how important the tournament is. It's Watching so golf to me. makes baseball seem really exciting. Golfing is a 30. Being on a golf course. Mm, that's a that's a 75 or being 80. on a golf like course it. it's a and nice day you're drinking you're driving being on a golf course and <laughs> you're not, drinking and driving hey, that's what it's all that's being on a golf fun. course and not golfing is so much more fun than being on a golf course and yes golfing. but that's not what we're talking about here so, golfing is a 43 um golfing golf golf <laughs> golf if we were rating golfing we're rating golf golf 43 golf is a uh 38. 38 for me. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up we have Halloween. Oh, Halloween's a banger. Halloween's a banger. Um, I love... I've, I've started a new tradition. 
I buy full-size candy bars on Amazon like a month before yep. and hand out the full Hershey bar, the two-pack of the Reese's, uh, full Kit Kats. Like, this is... And the kids just, their eyes go, like, as wide as can be. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. My kids love it. You're that guy. My kids love it. They think it's so cool to, like, just walk up to some stranger's house and they throw a bunch of candy in your bag. Mm-hmm. And away you go. It's amazing. Um, the Halloween parties... That used to happen. Yes. We're about as good as it gets. I mean, top notch, top tier. I Yeah, we need more of that because it's it's Halloween to you. I know. So more but of this. This is, this is my experience mm-hmm. of Halloween in general. So right. um overall, I would give Halloween like an 85. I'm gonna give Halloween a 92, which is very high. Because think about it, when you're a kid, the best, literally the fucking best. Literally the greatest thing of candy. all time. And then there's a bit of a lag period where you're not drinking yet and Between you're like too 14 old. and 19. Then yeah. it's kind of lame. But then the Halloween parties come and you're drinking and they're the best. And then there's another lag when, you know, maybe you're kind of done with those parties, but then you have kids. And if you have kids and like it's all back and it's really fun with kids, they get so excited. You know, you're getting candy, you're taking them out. They're asking you at 4 p.m. Like, can we, and I can we go out And I assume at some no. point when my kids are too old to trick or treat, Halloween is done no, for me. No, but then you're back into the parties. Then you're going to be partying with other parents. Oh, my God. That you know what I mean? Great. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to have like a... Dude, a, Halloween... Ni- what I give it? 91? 91. 92. 92? Yeah. Okay, I'm fine. 92. Okay, I'm going to give it a... Love it. One I'm of gonna, my favorite holidays. I'm going to go with Barter at 85. I think that was perfect. Halloween is great. Please, though, someone post trunk or treating on here for us to rate because I would love to rate that one. Ooh, but trick or treating that down last year. and I Halloween it. are freaking cool love Halloween, it's like the most love laid back costumes it's like the most laid back no pressure like uh, there's holiday. not that pressure to get together with family no. and i love family but i also don't love getting together with family all the time unless it's for well, the podcast and my brother thanksgiving and christmas yes, like all coming and up and like halloween fine. Just and i like time. i love thanksgiving but um yeah dude you just do your own thing with whatever you want agreed you it's your halloween i'm even wearing the shirt of the band the Misfits, who have the song Halloween. Have you ever listened to The Misfits before? Many, many times. I thought you just maybe thought it was a cool shirt. It is a really cool shirt. Because like all the kids that wear like the Thrasher magazine, they yeah. don't read the magazine or skate. Don't skate, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you next calling up, them out? Yeah. Love The Misfits. What up? Doyle. Glenn Danzig. Okay. Yeah. You I know, know about this. Michael Graves. Holy shit, he knows. <laughs> uh, he knows more than I do by a lot. <laughs> Um, all right, here we go. Uh, Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's. I like Wendy's. Wendy's. It's hard for all me not your to fo- want to just rate all the fast foods and give them all, so then I can know where Wendy's, to give this. Wendy's, where all of your food is lukewarm. Stop. Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's, oh, no. Wendy's, where the where the lettuce <laughs> and the tomato are freezing cold, the bun is at room temperature, and the chicken is lukewarm. <laughs> Wendy's, we haven't had a hot meal for you in a decade. <laughs> I feel like uh, Eric has like these Wendy's. These, Dave would, hated hot food. Last and he told time everybody. I went to Wendy's, which wasn't that long ago, because it was to get the two for five spicy chicken sandwich and great deal s- and single or whatever. I have had that food single so hot I can't eat it. That from there, single so. was so cold, and the lettuce and the tomato were so cold. That's par for the norm there over at Wendy's. <laughs> Place is freaking cold food, heat lamp city. Okay, so I thought cold me- was good. 
No, Eric? no, only Cold, in, summer. in the summer. <laughs> Don't you? At Wendy's should be your go-to of the summer. So, so I will give you, you this. Cold so, burger. I'm, I'm ripping Wendy's here because it's mostly bad. But there's something no. that Wendy's has had. Wendy's has had going for it for a long Frosty. time. No, that freaking spicy chicken sandwich was just oh, a yeah, great yeah. Yeah, yeah. sandwich. Really, really good. Really Real freaking chicken. good. Awesome. Their their value menu is below average. No one wants their fucking chili and baked Stop potato. putting $4 burgers on a value menu, by the way. Yeah, that's not value. Um, <laughs> Wendy's menu is, is short on good, but it has some highs. I'm going to give Wendy's as a fast food restaurant. 44. That's oh way too low. Oh my gosh, that's it's really abnormally low. low. I was only grading it against other fast food so restaurants. So here's the thing. I know that. I think Eric has these You're uniquely... You're supposed to rate it against all things in the entire world, but okay. He has these like <laughs> uniquely bad experiences like once or twice, and that oh. informs his entire opinion for all of eternity. Like Stanley's. Please, yeah. like, somebody hold on, come, hold on, listen, come on with listen. this lukewarm take. I didn't... <laughs> Your take Your is take lukewarm, it, exactly. and that's the problem. Correct. Like he's been to Stanley's like three times and had a bad experience three times. And when so they were being he, super rude and spitting on the floor, and then the people ask him like to stop spitting on the floor. He's like, "Hold on, Fuck don't, you. don't, this don't place get into sucks. it. Don't get into it. Don't get into it. Don't tell the story. You have to leave you it understand? like that, which is a really bad. I've and been to Stanley's telling of the fifty story. times and had great experiences. Forty eight of them, like right. So, but anyway, Wendy's. I think their burgers are. Um, a little bit greasy, but I think they're underrated. I think the Baconator's fantastic. What a sandwich. If you don't care about your heart, wow. Baconator's great. I also like the Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers for like a buck. Mm-hmm. They used to have the double stacks for 99 cents. Those um, are now 250 or some shit. I think but... their chicken nuggets are pretty good. I think they're... They up... are fake as can be. I understand. B- they're... But they're, t- they're tasty. They're not McDonald's. I mean, McDonald's is the nugget standard. Right. Um, I'm not going to count Chick-fil-A in that because Chick-fil-A is... It's, I don't even it's know different. what those are. They're like chicken bites. They're different. Yeah. Wendy's, I think overall... I do like Wendy's fries. I know a lot of people... It's a controversial take. I do like Wendy's fries. I like the little potato uh, on the outside. Um, they're usually really crispy, if a little bit salty. Yeah. Um, I think the Frosty is elite. If you're going to talk about desserts, the Wendy's Frosty has been consistent and yep. good yep. Uh, and for many years. always work. They're not always fucking broken. Exactly. You like there, you, you said, one. the spicy chicken sandwich is unbelievably good. It's been one of their staples. Um, I'm going to give Wendy's a 76. Ooh. Okay. So by that metric, Chick-fil-A is like 176. In your not, head. <laughs> we don't get to, we don't get to rate it, but hey, it also, might be higher. That yes. was unfair. I do like Stanley's, and I would say I I would guarantee <laughs> you let it go. in the last. <laughs> I would he guarantee could, you he's been sitting on his hands for two yeah. minutes. That in the last two years, I've been to Stanley's twice as much as you because because yeah, you live here because my family four minutes away from our houses. Yeah, my family's vegan. My parents are, and it's like one of the places that they like to go. So we eat Stanley's like every couple weeks. So I do like it, but they were really rude and threw that water one out. time. Yeah, <laughs> threw yeah. water and flipped the fuck out. That was that was crazy. Um, that's on them. Uh, Wendy's all fast food restaurants are going to be above eighty for me because <laughs> I'm not comparing them to the, each other. I'm comparing them to things in the world, and I fucking love fast food. You love fast food. I mean, I I, I try not to, but it's it's so good. Um, dude, I am going to give it an eighty-three. Wow. I think, which is a high score. I like Wendy's. All the reasons we gave. The burgers are nice. The chicken sandwiches are elite, elite. So I don't have a Chick-fil-A around me, and I probably shouldn't be supporting let's, them anyway. Let's so. fast food rate in the next few weeks, because we need to set this straight. We need to go top Wendy's to is, like, is... It's not below average. It's, in the, it's closer to 20 food. than it is to one. False. Uh, absolutely, for sure. Wow. False. 
This needs to happen. All right, okay. next up, wave pools. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a great one. I don't know who submitted this, but I thank you. Um, God, wave pools are so dangerous. They're so scary at any age. Especially if you're not in a tube and you go into the area where everyone's on a tube. Yeah, or if you fucking fall off the tube yeah, and you flip, and trouble. then you're like you're under, you don't know what way is up. You're getting hit by tubes. I don't like wave pools. I don't like them. I'm going to give it a 23. That's scary to me. I like wave pools, but only if there's like another, like, I can just like chill how out. How bad pool. are you guys at swimming? These these Look, pools are like swim, six feet but they deep. stress me. Yeah, with rolling waves, fucking Murder, tsunamis I just, every I just two seconds. Bet, I just bet you guys I could drink three beers <laughs> While treading water. He's a confident <laughs> swimmer. We don't know if he's a good swimmer. He's a but he's stupidly certainly a confident, confident swimmer. I, I like um, wave pools. I would like it more if I could just like chill after like the 20 minutes of fun I had. The thing and is, then when you are having fun, then it's safety break time. Yeah. Every, it's like, oh, things are finally going well. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone out of the pool for a half an hour. Yeah. Pull out your apple slices. Oh, and then it, what are they really doing? They're just seeing if there are any dead bodies floating in there? Like <laughs> they're not saving so. people through that. They're like, they're like, they slowly, happen to drown at that time. They're no. slowly, passive aggressively changing lifeguards. Yeah. And the lifeguards are in no hurry. I'm oh, like, my God. Come on. No. I don't have all day. It's three in the afternoon. The sun's about to go down. Let's go. Yeah. Um. No, it's bad. Bad for me. I'll go 45. Okay. I don't I'm going to go wave pools. All kinds of pools are pretty cool. I'm going to go uh, 61. That's, that's strong. All right. Finally, country music. <sighs> this isn't going to go well, guys. <laughs> No, okay. no, even okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, so if you would have asked me for the last 25 years of my life, that's not fair, 20 years of my life. You're only I, 22. I mean. Yeah. I would have said a two just to be an asshole. Right. Okay? I would have. I would have been like, it's a two. It's the worst music ever. Just all the same. This is list things that they like. It's it's correct. Cold beer and big My, old trucks. I said summer nights and pillow fights and drinking cold beer on a dirt road. And you're like, come <laughs> At on. night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, come on. The dirt on. road thing has taken over country music. Yeah. Red cups, too. They think they've there's stolen no, red there's, cups. Yeah. 97% of roads in all of the United States are cement. Yeah, right. There's, or they're gravel. There's no dirt roads really anymore. Okay, so nah, you just haven't been there. Well, I'm going to Kansas next week, buddy. It's dirt roads. <laughs> All right. So and I, I listen to dirt I road agree. anthem. I, I trust you. Yeah. I don't like country music. Not as like I think it would have just been something I made fun of just to make fun of and piss people off before. Um, it's just. Country music is just twangy pop is all it really is. Right. They're just making yeah. really basic pop music and they're just singing in a fake voice. By 47-year-old yes. wow, males. That's actually a fucking brilliant take. You're absolutely they're, they're, right. It just, like, it's just really simple pop music and like the reason that people like it is because people like pop music mm-hmm. and then they're just, they're just singing about things that they know a lot of people like. But pop like, music's fucking gay. <laughs> but didn't you... How but high, country's fucking hold on, awesome. How high did you rate Taylor Swift? I love T Swift, but, but T Swift she's has not, been she's pop. pop. She's been pop music for yeah, yeah, twelve yeah. years. No, she's been pop the whole time. Yeah, uh, right. Based on what you're saying, she, she, okay. And, there she, you and go. she dropped the the country ish sure. stuff. I I think my biggest issue with country is that they sing in fake voices. Like if you listen to a British singer, they don't sing in a British accent. Like people don't sing in their accents. Like they they you have to do that intentionally. Yes. yes. Right. So to me, that's really annoying that they sing in a. Well, fake you know, like there voice. was a guy that was like coming up from Coon Rapids, Minnesota, and he like almost made it a big deal. And 
you would have thought he was from Louisiana with his fucking twang. And that was all fake, man. It's just fake. Yeah, so... Like, you know, there's Australian country singers and Canadian, and they all do a fake fucking voice. It's weird. So I don't want to be too harsh, but I also don't like country music. So I'm going to say country music as a... 32 and i feel like i was really generous there that's I think, so generous i think country music has its place like i have had a lot of fun at we fest i you know do some hunting with the fellas and you know driving you know through the backwoods a little bit and on a on a dirt, dirt. road no there's no dirt roads but like um like it's fine like i'm i'm cool with it i'm yeah. in the mood for it like it's fine it's not something i'm going to tune into on my radio, like during my normal daily routine. Um, I also think like some old school country is really fun to listen to, like yeah. Merle Haggard. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I think, no, I, think, I know, I know. I think some of that stuff is I like is, some Hank Williams, like some Hank older Williams, stuff. Yeah, like that or, stuff is good. Like some yeah. of the music has its time and a place. I don't think it's an everyday listener. Right. Um, so I'll go country music like 59. Wow, overall positive on the country I think it's music. overall You're positive. A country music fan. It's I am official. not. Um, I am going to go with a, a nine. I knew that was coming. I mean, it's just, it's just, it, this is my opinion, it's right? It's not your thing. And it's not, yeah. it's so not my thing. And I actively don't enjoy it. So it's a nine. Fair enough. Yeah. Is that our final one? Right? I, I'm really embarrassed with myself that I went as high as I did. Like, yeah. I wish I could. Just, <laughs> you can. I won't switch because I, I won't, but I was it's trying to be allowed. nice to people. But a nine sounds better at this point. <laughs> All right, guys. That is... I think you talked yourself into I did. the 30. I talked... Like, I'm trying to be like, positive. Like, I was like, I'm trying not to be a troll. Yeah. yeah. So I was here's like my... Trying hard that your real opinion is much lower than that. But then when but I thought okay. about it, when I just thought about like where country music ranks against other things in the world... I mean, like, yes. There's genocide and those things, and those are ones. And so I, I don't know. It's tough, but it's I think that... It's not that far from that. I would say that country music <laughs> is only nine times better than a genocide. I All I know, guys, this is how I know I'm not a country music fan. Um, when I was in high school, I went to Rascal Flats. Sure. With with okay. a girl. Which okay. is the poppiest of poppy country music. Went to Rascal Almost Flats. unbearable to listen to. With a girl. Voice. Okay. And I was like, I didn't want to be there. It was not my music. And at the end, they played all these covers. And at the end, they had all of these soldiers. They're like, who's a soldier? Come up to the stage. And all these soldiers or people pretending to be soldiers, all went up on the stage. There's tons of soldiers up on the stage. And then they they did Born in the USA, which is like an anti-US, like Literally. negative US. Yeah. It's the US like has abandoned our soldiers. Yeah. The, the US has abandoned our soldiers song, which they were using as like a patriotic song. Yep. And the crowd was getting so into it. Every person had a cowboy hat on except me. And then... Don't touch Bruce Springsteen. That's a fucking... I then, can't rate him, but he's high. Then they... <laughs> They did, um, what's the song? Uh, I got friends in low Garth places. Brooks. That yeah, song. Yeah. So they did that song and everybody in the entire place was singing and knew the words except for me. You didn't know that? Everybody knows that. <laughs> I still don't. I don't know why, because country music <laughs> you sucks. You literally just sang like the main chorus. Yeah, that's like what the song is called. I know yeah. every. I, I actually know all the Garth Brooks songs. I had a country phase. Dude, Garth is great. I know, I know like all that shit. From eighth grade, I listened to everything and then I l- learned it in that was it there's anyway. nothing left so so yeah. you were embarrassed i'm embarrassed everyone <laughs> 31 <laughs> all right guys that's all the time we have this week on the northeast podcast we'll be back later this week with a sports cast until then thanks for listening to 
the hottest podcast in Northeast Minneapolis. <laughs>